Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. One, two. Dear future Waypoint Keyblade Masters, Just probably Natalie. like most of the hundreds of That's people. That's the only one. All right, sorry. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably like most of the hundreds of people you received. You're, you're right about the hundreds part. Wait. Uh, of emails you received. Kingdom Hearts means a lot to me. It was one of the first video games I bought with my own money, and I was immediately in love with its worlds and its story. I played every game that came out, yes, including Coded, and devoured every piece of lore and rumor I could find. I went to college and maintained a life, but Kingdom Hearts was always there, always burning in the back of my mind. And then, life happened. In September of 2014, I had a case of pneumonia. I just like to point out, whenever I see pneumonia spelled out, I I am about to say it wrong. And then I have to, like, (laughs) in my head go, how do you say that word? Right. Anyway, which normally would have been no big deal. But just take, just take some antibiotics and be fine. However, my case developed into ARDS, Acute Respiratory Distress Syndrome. My mom found me, barely breathing, lips blue in my bed. I was rushed to a hospital and placed into a medically induced coma. For two months, it was touch and go. I died on three separate occasions. I should not be writing uh, this to you right now, but here I am. How does this relate back to Kingdom Hearts? When I uh, finally was woken up, I was run through all sorts of neurological tests. I was expected to have brain damage. I don't. After the test, uh, they finally brought a large laminated poster with the alphabet on it so I could ask questions by pointing at letters. I still had a breathing tube in at this point. In a drug-addled state, I spelled out in all capital letters, did Kingdom Hearts 3 come out yet? (laughs) And then fell back asleep. That's a letter that comes in from Wills, one of uh, many hundreds of letters uh, that people uh, sent in at the beginning of this project. We didn't know where this was going, and uh, we're going we're gonna to read a handful of those, and then more will be part of a, an article that goes up on the site next week. This has been a journey. This has been a journey. <laughs> um, I feel like I've grown so much. Yeah, you I most think, of all, I think, given um, the you are results. A key We've watched Natalie did. grow up on a podcast. It's true. I did uh, become, a, I don't know if y'all talked about this on your pa- uh, PAX podcast, but um, I did, uh, I was knighted. Mm-hmm. There's, well, uh, is can, that, okay, wait. So we know that queen? it's called, no, 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 we've all been bequeathed. Yeah, We're all yeah, Keyblade yeah. wielders. yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been, I've ascended. There you go. Mm-hmm. As a Keyblade master. Mm-hmm. And I feel powerful. And also, like, I have a responsibility to protect my fellow Waypoint members Aww. and Thank the you. community um, in, in the future wars to come. Are you I, our Riku? 
I oh yeah. yeah, I think we determined this right. I am Riku yeah. in this. We, yeah, we talked about this. I'm Sora. No, yes. Goofy. Donald. <laughs> Donald. You're Donald. Donald. I'm Riku. I'm Goofy. But that's only <laughs> in that. Kato, is Kato Sora? Kato we didn't figure Yen out who Kato was. I mean, in the Yen in the Sid? mastery oh, sure. exam, I'm Yen because yeah. I'm giving it yeah. right. Yeah. Fair. Yep. Fair. Fair. True. Fair. True. Um. But like in the widest yes. realm, I think it gets way more. It gets yeah. If we knows? if we bring everyone else into it, we as as people carry a lot of traits yeah. of different Kingdom Hearts characters. It's true. For example, um, Aqua is iconic, and I identify with that. <laughs> <laughs> In a, so you order for the iconic Aqua. Is that a cap that's now. a trait? You can be I just identify with it. It's just like when I <laughs> see it, I see it in myself too. When I see I didn't her, know I could add that to my LinkedIn profile. Think about Iconic. it. Iconic. I mean, maybe not that I have, so maybe you shouldn't copy me. But uh, again, wow. Okay. wow. Well, Damn. Natalie Aqua just wouldn't have said off. that. Natalie Aqua just got wouldn't yeah, have you're said right. that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was would have. Neither would have Riku. Um, Riku, Riku would have. Riku would have been like. <laughs> Riku sees himself as not above. But definitely, oh, no. what era of Riku are we talking about, though? Because Kingdom Hearts One, Riku definitely thought he yeah. was above. Yeah, a hundred percent. But he, he's been humbled. He's been humbled. Ab- yeah, but still True. sees himself as a guardian of sorts. Uh huh. Yeah. Over the rest of the team, but over the rest of the team. Over the rest. Mm-hmm. Of the team. Well, you can't guard if you're on the same level. It's true. true. It's true. It's true. Come. I'm in front of Sora. I I have the Keyblade <laughs> against the Demon Tower. Yeah. yeah. Defending Sora's life, right? So he can wake up, and then you fail because Sora dies, cool. and then Sora goes back in time and fixes some shit, and then comes forward and saves the day for. Okay, that was one fail in how many? How <laughs> many you years? Fail once. Well, like, you actually like want to talk about how many fails Sora has? Yeah, yeah. True, it ain't one. True, true. true. Um, true. The whole but, series chronicling failure by Sora. <laughs> in all, that's on my it. favorite entry is <laughs> failure by Sora. That's a really, uh, that's that's the DLC. That's, that's the brand of shoes Sora wears. <laughs> Failure by Sora. Can I turn this into a real question though? Because you kind of posed sure. it, but Matt wrote in and said, uh, "Hey gang, thanks so much for the series. I've loved every second of it." That's for my question. What is the most interesting or emotionally impactful thing you learned from diving into this lore, or how has diving into this lore changed you? That was literally what I was gonna talk about. Mm-hmm. It's just like how incredibly incredibly impacted I feel by these games. Mm-hmm. Um, I care. I think within the story itself, one of the things that has just stood out to me in a very significant way is the tenacity of all of these characters to do the right thing against all odds and to like push themselves as far as they can selflessly, Mm. um, which has, like that's what about Aqua like has me like so incredibly invested in her as a character. Um, It's what I wish Kyrie had the chance to do. It's, um, it's, you know, against against all odds, Shion coming back and, you know, like, Re- not reverting, but like reassuming 
the Shion as friend versus the Shion as organization member, um, as like Xehanort pawn. Um, and I guess like the thing that like fucks me up getting to this point, you know, four months in, three months in mm-hmm. from starting this journey is just how much I care and how um, unsatiated I am with what I have so far with like the the amount of story and lore and information and knowledge I have so far I just want more and I Mm. just I like I I I want the encyclopedia printed out that I can like highlight and bookmark and I want like I want all those kinds of things Um, and I just didn't really expect that I could go that deep so that's been really really cool cool I was actually, you know, like a lot of people who missed the games between two and three thought the side stuff was convoluted in a way that was unnecessary. Mm. Having gone through it now, I like feel like the pieces all make sense in a way and are are still all tied to the same themes that are like throughout the entire uh, franchise. So less like, convoluted than yes. you thought for me. Yes. Right. Ultimately, all still like the like people get hung up on like the amount of characters that have names with X's and that they have regular names as well and all that. And like ultimately the ideas of like identity and memory are like actually very like that's part of it. It's not like it's not extra, even though it it could feel like that when um you're only getting like the little bits and pieces that like get, yeah. make it out to like yeah. popular culture so like you know not surprised that I, that it made sense more um i didn't think i i thought there would be more fluff than there is actually yeah you know i thought there would be really only and even recoded like we didn't really need to skip. Like we we kind of skipped. We but didn't really skip. No, it. We not went really. back. We went yeah. back. But like, I would have thought a, a few more of those would have been like, and here's some stuff that happens has some similar themes, but isn't even isn't super tied into it. Mm-hmm. But it actually like it but all. There's a lot of fluff. We didn't play all the games. Well, I'm I'm not. Talk- we I'm played, talking we about three. But no, I'm talking I about none. Yeah. <laughs> I think Kato's I, talking about like lore, f- like fluff, and the yeah. lore fluff is like, like yes, the there's Disney fluff in every single game yeah. in the Disney worlds, but I'm talking about entire games where nothing, like there isn't at least like right, you thought like Recoded said nothing about the right. grander plot, but in fact, as we discussed on the philosophy episode, yeah, there's actually really important stuff there about exactly. Yeah, I, I think that's probably true, but I also. I think like three was one of the ones for me. Seeing three all the way through and seeing all that that stuff and the ways in which it summarized what was important about the series was frustrating because it felt like so much – it felt like because of the way it ends up presenting stuff like Aquaterra and and Ventus where it's like, all right, you can basically get the gist of what's happening here without going deep into what their relationship was with with Ericus, for instance. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like, oh yeah, that's their old master. It's like, ah, oh, mm, I, yeah. It just and it's tough because it it's serving as a finale on the Xehanort stuff, even if there's more Kingdom Hearts coming, even if we're going to see Aquaterra and Ventus in three years and some other thing. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. I think three. Th- that's part of why I had such a negative reaction to some of three. I think for me, as someone who's like 
what have I learned? It's mostly around this activity. It's mostly around like Kingdom Hearts ended up being basically what I thought it was, right? I have enough friends who love it and who've told me why they love it. I've, we've commissioned stories from writers about how the game has touched their lives, questions of of change and transition and identity and selfhood and stuff like that. So all of that stuff lined up for me and it was cool to see how they got there. But the thing that and, – and I suspected that when I finally engaged with it directly, I would have a different experience than when I engaged with it abstractly and that's what happened. Right. Mm-hmm. But this experience of – you know, someone wrote in once and was like, you're not going to get it because you're not playing the games. I'm like, yeah, I do know that that's true. But I underestimated how fun the experience of picking through stuff this way and treating this not as a game series, but as almost like – or not not as not as a game series, but with a real emphasis on how what, – how, what does just the information here look like? Right. Which is not a complete picture, knowing it's not a complete picture, knowing that not hitting the button presses means that my response to some of these moments is not going to be the same, right? right. Like, yeah. there's key shit that happens even in Kingdom Hearts 3 that I don't know about because it wasn't in my lore video mm-hmm. that's about hitting a button at the right time and having some cool shit happen. And yet, I still had such a fun time talking about this stuff. And that, to me, is just like, as someone who resists capital L lore as like a lifestyle choice. <laughs> you know, I think it's something like the studio No Goblin uh, named themselves No Goblin because like, ugh, fuck goblins. Fuck that style of story of like high high fantasy storytelling. I'm like, yeah, I'm with you, uh, Dan Teasdale. <laughs> um, I still ended up having a good time talking about all this bullshit and largely it's because my friends and because there was enough meat on the bones to like dig into it in big ways, you know? Patrick, did you learn not to be a hater? Because a gamer knows. Oh, a that's hater. a neat. That's that. Is that's that too. That's too easy of a takeaway. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That's true. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I think we all like. You know, it, it, it kind of actually. You know, came through uh, up front as someone already really enjoyed it. But I think we have all taken our separate pot shots at uh, Kingdom Hearts in the past. And that, so that's an easy one to be like, oh, it's cool to have taken it on its own terms. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I think this process has for me. Uh, I think you have echoed this, especially with Kingdom Hearts three. Austin was. I played the first two games, right? And right. still came out of those being like, this is some bullshit. Like, what is going on? I don't get it. And I think what this this illustrates to me is how much my dislike of how those games play, like, then poured over directly into my takeaway on the story and the plotting. Mm-hmm. It was just like, this stuff is just is so weak and uninteresting to me. And with such an obvious path forward where how you could do it better – I just then directly applied a lot of that same mentality to the story stuff. And I I don't even necessarily think that's untrue necessarily. Like there are so many ways in which I think Kingdom Hearts would be far more effective and for more people if yeah. there were like better storytelling. Like it is a badly told story with like really compelling characters, yeah. really good ideas. But like I, I would not back away from the criticism that is actually told poorly. I think it is told incredibly poorly and that has nothing to do with like the way it's told like on a platform level where it's like spawn off into other games like that's the easy knock like the more nuanced knock is like literally the way Nomura chooses to tell the story and what he highlights and the order he highlights those things um and then the last thing I would say was I actually wrote it up in a piece was you know sort of my like realization like halfway through Kingdom Hearts 3 was like yo this it seems to be just a lot of hours spent where like men or boys, wherever you want to categorize, you know, where they are in the storyline uh, are like people just being like truly like loving to one another, telling people that they love them, mm-hmm. like just having like really like deep loving friendships um, and the lack of romance 
is a, you know, ends up being something that feeds into, like, it's a story of friendship and, like, the structure of the friendship that Kingdom Hearts portrays, as uh, illustrated by a lot of the letters I got, is something that connected with a lot of people. And that's not something I would have anticipated. It, you look at that as cheap. What I thought was cheesy, I actually found it to be, like, profoundly moving. Yeah. I didn't get into the story the way that Natalie did, but I nonetheless came away being like, oh, there is a lot here that I respect and adore and find interesting. Um, and I was not, I was, I was not prepared for that part of it. Do you want to read a, one of the letters that speaks to that a little bit? Mm. That seems like a good, yeah. a good place for it. Because that was like one Let's of the things see. I, one of the things I knew about coming in was like, oh yeah, this is a game that has a fandom that adores the, like the, the pairings of Sora and Riku that, that pairs off Ventus and Terra. Like they're, that, Men Loving Men in this series was like an important thing for a lot of people um, on top of questions again of transition and, and some other things there. So I wasn't too – it was cool to see that stuff. And actually I will say that that was one of the best parts of going to Kingdom Hearts 3 and actually watching all of those cutscenes was seeing Sora and Riku actually interacting instead of only reading in summaries that they were like mm-hmm. – like going back and watching the end of Kingdom Hearts 2 for real afterwards and be like – Oh, okay. I see what this connection is. This is like this is more than just like platonic friendship. I can understand where that reading comes from, and I have that same reading mm-hmm. because of how intimate these two characters are and and what their chemistry is like. It's rare. Like I bounced off so much of so much of the way the dialogue was handled, but those moments where it stands out, it's like yeah, this this works. Yeah, you know? um, and explains part of why people have a deep connection. Anyway, Patrick, do you have a letter? Yeah. So. Uh... I'll try and give content warnings up front for, I'd say, a lot of the art, the letters I got were, like, really heavy. Like, Kingdom Hearts, unsurprisingly, means a lot to people, and it came at different points in their lives. And, um, you know, I think Kingdom Hearts is a story about identity in a lot of ways, and so the story's kind of intermingled there. So this one, you know, content warning up front for um, a brief discussion of contemplating uh, suicide. Um, so uh, Sean writes in, uh, hi, Patrick. Uh, I saw that you and Natalie were doing a Kingdom Hearts podcast and soliciting reader stories about why people like the games and wanted to share my story. Uh, I'll try to keep it brief since I'm sure you're getting a ton of these. Uh, I'm an alcoholic and have depression. In 2014, things hit a rock bottom, as they usually do with alcoholics. And I literally stepped away from a ledge and had to try and build a new, healthy life. At the time, I had played the original Kingdom Hearts in college. Loved it and kept up a little bit with the games, but probably wouldn't have described myself as a Kingdom Hearts fanatic. Uh, But one of the exercises I did in therapy was to think back at a time when I was totally happy, joyful, and sober. Uh, The first memory that sprung up was playing Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep on a Disney cruise in 2012. I decided to replay it, and one of the main storylines is about a guy who cannot seem to stop fucking things up and making bad decisions, but his friends and family still love him and do everything they can to pull him out of the darkness. It really affected me, and I got more into the Kingdom Hearts community and played more of the games. A lot of my old friends, some extended family, didn't really approve of me getting sober, so I was fortunate enough to make some new friends in the Kingdom Hearts community, and they invited me to their union, their guild, in the uh, Kingdom Hearts mobile game. Uh, At the time, I still needed daily structure, and logging in every day and seeing the avatars of a bunch of people who accepted me and enjoyed chatting with me made me feel a lot less alone. Kingdom Hearts will forever be goofy and just uh, look sort of dumb from the outside, but it's affirming to visit a game world. Protagonists just love their friends and want the best for them. The goal of every protagonist is just to be a good person and do the right thing, and some and something that about that that speaks to me and still moved me very deeply. I'm still sober, four years and three months. Congrats. Hell yeah. Congrats. Uh, Congrats. And that's, that's, that, that should be more than that from the, the months ago that this totally. was written in. Um, and I still tear up anytime I hear uh, Dearly Beloved by Hikari uh, from the Kingdom Hearts soundtracks. Thanks for reading. And thanks for writing in, Sean. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hell yeah. 
Um, and, th- and I will say, like, this is th- this through line of not necessarily as many extreme examples as as uh, Sean's experience, but this idea, this idea of like the the ho- the uh, end ending uh, optimism, optimism, and like positivity that like mm-hmm. is so much part of the Kingdom Hearts story and characters was like something that for a lot of people, especially in their youth, when they were going through like rough times, especially as teenagers or like difficult things as young adults, as they were figuring out their lives and identity, like over and over, like a through line of the the, the letters I got in were people that like, it was nice. It's nice to have complicated stories that are yes. like dark and twisted and stuff like that. Yeah. But also it, it part of what made Kingdom Hearts stand out was that it was always about being better, being your best self, helping other people, believing in them. And uh, I, I think I think that's something that stayed true through all the game, the whole series. I think it's the, if you were to like break down one of the like thematic pillars, like there's like believing in other people and helping them achieve that is like a core tenet of the series. I think even down to the very end where I think that, that, you know, I think we get frustrated sometimes at seeing villains in media get a pass after they've done truly horrible shit. Yeah. Because there is this like, very naive feeling um, uh, kind of ethos of like everyone gets a second chance. Everyone has something good in them. And or it's like I don't believe that that's naive necessarily, but I think that we live in a moment where we see lots of people who do terrible things get passes and it can be really frustrating to deal with that. Um, But there is – I do think there's a place in the world for media and entertainment and storytelling that – takes at its heart, no pun intended, compassion and mm-hmm. um, and to have heroes who strive for that sort of compassion and forgiveness and for understanding, even if it isn't like – it doesn't erase the damage done but heroes that are interested in how this came to be. How did someone fall right. from grace? How did someone who has such great potential decide right. to to – do something so terrible. Right. Because it's not like these characters are unaffected. No. It's not like they are sort of like naively just blasé about, you know, the the negative things that have happened to them mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, around them or to people that they love. It's that that fuels them and fuels their, like, positive outlook. It's just, like, so incredible to me to... Uh, see a group of kids be so optimistic in the face of like the end of the world and be so willing to fight and believe in each other and and Sora is like a great example of someone who is just like unrelenting in the face of darkness mm-hmm. and has just like the purest belief and when when that belief does you know, start to dwindle. And when he does feel like self-doubt, he has a plethora of friends that, and relationships that he's maintained, right? Like these aren't people that he's seen. And even if it is someone that he's seen once, those are still meaningful connections. But the, like a lot of the characters that we revisit over the years, like Hercules and and different, and, you know, characters within the Kingdom Hearts world uh, or universe, like those are characters that he relationships that he's maintained for so long that like to see other people bringing Sora back up when Sora's been bringing everyone right. else yeah, up yeah, yeah. for like years is just like so heartwarming and it, it it is nice to have this like overwhelmingly positive um ethos in a game in this day and age when 
I think so many of the stories we tell are, um, you know, have not not like to a fault, but just like have these like really dark moments where we kind of fall to that darkness and linger in there for for long. And there's just it like there's such a warmth that Kingdom Hearts is shrouded in mm-hmm. that there's it, like there's never a. A, a cold moment that feels like there's no going back from it. Like there's always some sort of like warmth that you can pull through. Mm-hmm. And that's just mm-hmm. like, it, it feels significant. Yeah. I feel like if you took a Venn diagram of, I mean, this is probably not true, but whatever. I, the, the Venn diagram of people who like this game and also like Undertale is probably a circle oh, because of those reasons. Yeah. Like the, the even same if, sort Even of, if they haven't played Kingdom Hearts, they <laughs> would like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, exactly. They and if, would. if Kingdom Hearts fans have not played Undertale, they would like Undertale. Right. Because I think you're right. Like thematically, they are 100% in concert. Yeah. Mm-hmm, Just mm-hmm. like, down to that complaint that we have about right. villains getting off easy sometimes. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But like Undertale yeah. also is a little more aware of what it's doing, though, as the Kingdom Hearts almost feels like more naive than like because Undertale is like so much a reaction to like yes. JRPG storytelling. Yeah. Well, right. Whereas Under- like what's happening in Kingdom Hearts right. is more like stringing along a style. Like Undertale, I think you can actually do a little more biting critique of like what it's doing because it's like it is in some ways a self-aware storytelling and I don't know that I would grant Kingdom Hearts right that much credit. Undertale has or that it's even trying to do that. Has like it's meta game. It's it's like the the way you actually play it is in conversation with the narrative it's telling. Yeah. And I it I think it Kingdom Hearts in in the way you play it it can be more easily missed right. if you're not like super attentive and super on top of it. Um, but it's pretty hard to ignore in Undertale. Um, I one of the questions that I think can grow out of this is is one that Omar sent in who said, Love the show. I have a short but tough question. Does Kingdom Hearts resonate so strongly with its fans in spite of or because of its complex and ridiculous story and why? And I think we already kind of answered this in the sense that it's that through line that shine. The one, it's not necessarily as complex as outsiders might think it is once you're yeah. in it and once you've played the games. Mm-hmm. There are still absolutely things that even talking to fans, the specifics of certain side characters or the way the rules of time travel or something might be Also the complex. names. The names go yeah. such a long way to making it seem more complex. Yes. Than yeah. It yeah. Is. Like yeah. if the names were just easier to follow. You would be then fine. You're, or even me. Or like, by the time I got to the PAX panel, it was like – like gone. the names just went <laughs> right. out of my head. But, but the, the through line is not that complex. The through line yeah, no. is like th- each game is fairly self-contained in terms of there being a, an antagonist who has a goal that has an antagonistic force with them that they're working with towards a specific end. And there's a group of friends who are working to, to stop that and also sometimes working against each other depending on how things shake out. And that is like – no more complex than Sailor Moon. No more complex than like like honestly, if I yeah. listed all of the people that Queen Beryl, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> had working for her, or all the various mm-hmm. Sailor Moon bad guys, or or even all the various Dragon Ball Z characters, like totally. on the page without much um, familiarity to it, you'd be like, this is a fucking mess. Uh, <laughs> and so I think that like, but it goes back to what Kata was saying before, which is like that through line um, of of you know what. This, these games are about thematically ends up being a really strong anchor for for you to go into it. So like it's not – it's neither for me in spite of or because of. I guess I would say because of. I think people like 
raw material. They take mm-hmm. pride yeah. in it, right? Yes. Like I think there's yes. pride in saying and this we've had a lot of souls discourse, but uh-huh. the same way people take pride in like fighting like a, a nasty boss in souls, I think there's also pride in people saying like that shit's too conv- com- com- complicated, convoluted to understand. And people may be like, actually, no, it's not, which uh-huh. is both true, but also there is pride in being like, I understand this thing that other people don't. And I think things like that, complicated lore reinforces once you're in it. Like, I, I say this as someone that was like one of those people in Lost. Right. Like, I, people say like, they, impenetrable. There's th- There aren't answers. I'm like, nah, you just aren't looking. I, I could go tell you what that answer <laughs> is. Right. The, the, sto- the show did tell it to you in blah, blah, blah. I can't do that as much <laughs> these days. Come at me 10 years ago and I could have been that person. But like, I was that person for Lost that people talk about being for Kingdom Hearts. And I, like, once you're in there, the more comp, it's like Natalie's actually, like Natalie's there. It's like, <laughs> nah, more. Let's go deeper. Yeah. The more convoluted, the better. Like, and I think that just speaks to different worlds, different universes, different lore speaks to people in different ways. And when you find the one that speaks to you, mm-hmm. then that is both an attraction, um, or it is an attraction to 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 the to the world itself. Yeah, I would also lean to lean towards because of because I think a lot of like a part of that pride comes in the amount of effort and time and like. Honestly, it feels like a labor in learning these stories and internalizing them in a way that you can pick up mm-hmm. later down the line where things connect and 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 even if it's not completely obvious. So I think that you know, the pride is in the investment, is in the invest in the emotional and uh and um uh temporal investment that you've made in in the series itself. The 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 thing reminds me of like thinking about what that investment comes from or or why is this such a good space to – it reminded me that there is like a tabletop role-playing game that is basically Kingdom Hearts called it's, Interstitial. Ex- uh-huh. Excuse me? Yeah. Interstitial, <laughs> Our Hearts Intertwined is a tabletop role-playing game about our connections with other people, the power we draw from those connections and traveling to different worlds. Austin? In Interstitial, you will travel through the barriers between worlds with your party. You'll meet new friends, enemies, teachers and learn about yourself. You will also be able to visit <laughs> – and partake Natalie's in events face right now. <laughs> uh, in your favorite intellectual properties or your own worlds, a la Kingdom Hearts. In short, take two worlds that don't fit each other, smash them together, wipe away the dust, and find out how they do. And that, like, last bit about, like, that mm-hmm. is what you do with crossovers. Mm-hmm. It has been part of crossovers for as long as there's crossovers, yeah. right? For as long as, like, literally the Avengers and the X-Men fought each <laughs> other. Or or since, you know, you wrote a, a, a fanfic where, like, Captain Kirk meets Sherlock Holmes. Like, I I mean, I, that's even fanfic, right? That's literally next generation. Picard yeah. <laughs> is a fucking hardball detective stand, and Data is a, is a Sherlock Holmes stand. Mm-hmm. And like, do they go into those worlds? They fight Moriarty, you know? Like, people like doing that stuff, and yeah. so Kingdom Hearts gives them a really great framework to do that, but also focuses on character. And the the convoluted like rules are really fun because then you can start using those to imagine situations like data Sora, right? Yeah. You can like having a world in which a data person exists who doesn't have the same memories but has the same heart opens up so many possibilities for storytelling. And I think that that's part of why the fandom and the fan create the fan works, the kind of like a uh, huge library of fan fiction and fan art and fanzines uh, is, is so, um, I almost said wholesome, which is not always the case, <laughs> but, but always, uh, uh, so generative. Yeah. Generative is a good word, right? Like there's so many new things that come out of that stuff. It isn't just reworking the same ideas, mm-hmm. which is really great. Um, 
Patrick, do you have another question? I have, I have, I have a letter. I have a letter that I have a letter that builds on that. Okay, great. Um, I don't ooh, I don't have the name. Uh, I think they took it off because they wanted me to. I will go back and double check, and I will shout it out um, uh, later. I'll look it up after I read it. But um, uh, it's difficult to sum up what the Kingdom Hearts series means to me, uh, since it was so important to me as I was growing up. I initially got into the series since I had a crush uh, on our babysitter, and I wanted to impress her. Uh, for for some perspective, I was in the final months of elementary school, fifth grade. Uh, when Kingdom Hearts 2 came out. Now I'm 24. Sorry if I made people feel ancient. Uh, it's also one of the first series I joined in discussions online. I was introduced to the wild world of fan art and fan fiction through the Kingdom Hearts fandom. And to spare any not-safe-for-work details, <laughs> it was also where I was first introduced to shipping, most importantly art, fanfics, etc., that shipped boys with other boys, which would start the domino effect of me exploring gender and sexuality. The nobodies even gave me a cast of characters to relate this struggle with. So TLDR, Kingdom Hearts introduced me to internet fandoms, and made me queer, <laughs> um, and th- that like the 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 notion of of, of queerness and the the, the the spectrum of identity and and sexuality was also like a large uh, pattern of of letters I was getting in of where people uh, not always necessarily through the the community but in in the stories themselves and I think I have another one we can get to later that that was like a constant drumbeat that I've you know is probably I, I don't know this for for a fact but. It's like sort of like reflective, like whatever media you came in contact with that you like found yourself in at that time in your life mm-hmm. um, ends up speaking to you. And I'm, I, I'm, I have to imagine that other people have like a similar Kingdom Hearts adjacent sort of uh, stories with similar media. But this was definitely uh, a, a drumbeat with a lot of people in Kingdom Hearts. Totally. I mean, I think this is like a a running story uh, that that has been so core to the people I know and care about in Kingdom Hearts and why I have done my best not to, like to get over myself if that makes sense so like my initial um distance from the series I guess uh was was not something I could I could stick to without denying the value that it had on others I might not like it still right there still might be part where I'm like uh this doesn't really fit me but like we ran a story, I guess, a year or two ago now from Julie Muncie called How the Heroes of Kingdom Hearts Find Strength and Transformation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she was relating the ways in which those characters grew and changed and and uh, to her own transition. And it's like I can't read that and not understand that these works have a quality to them that people are genuinely responding to. However stilted I think the dialogue might be or however broad I think that the 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 you know attempts at, at thematic work are um there's something working here that makes me curious instead of dismissive. Uh and I think that there's it's so interesting and I think you know ironically maybe 2 years later Julie writes the review for us on Kingdom Hearts 3 right. <laughs> yeah. and the thing that she nails is that the fact that it's happening in a work that is like from two of the biggest companies, you know, one of the one of the most storied video game companies and the largest entertainment company on the planet that now owns like 40% of all film or something ridiculous was, now that the Fox deal closed in, in Disney. Um, the fact that that is the space where people are finding that is so fascinating to me, but also not that surprising, right? Like when – Disney owns everything, you're going to end up in that umbrella. But people are 
irrepressible, right? Like we are going to find ways to embrace who we really are and to like stretch our wings even under the umbrella of Disney. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of us will do it by loving Riku and Sora. Some of us will will do it by wearing a Hawaiian shirt and saying, welcome to Waypoint Presents. (laughs) But in the world where Disney consumes all of us, Mm -hmm. uh, we are, we are, there's no way to stop us from, from striving to be who we are. And so it's really great to see a work like this that, you know, as Julie kind of lays out in her review, um, it feels like it undermines all of the enclosure of capitalism and bad copyright law and mm-hmm. uh, and imagines for us another world, a world where the the lines of ownership fall apart, where the lines between worlds fall, fall apart and where Mickey can be a ninja and where you can have characters like Sora and Riku you know, kind of presenting the the type of masculinity that is not found in a lot of media work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I, I – Shout out! Shout outs to everyone who has looked at Kingdom Hearts and been like, "Me." Yep. <laughs> shout outs for real. Do um, you need another question that, that came in here? This is a you want to do a fun one. Sure, let's do a fun yeah. one. Okay, this one comes in from this one actually came in a lot, uh, but the one I'm going to read is from Sophie, who says, "Simple question: What would your keyblade simple and clean? Simple and clean. What would your keyblade look like? <laughs> Bonus points if you come up with a name." Mm. Ooh, it's a great Damn. question. Oh, uh huh. Well, we already know that I know my Keyblades better than everyone yeah, at this table. Uh, that's yeah. true. So that means we have to come up with, okay, what are the, <laughs> we have to come up with like an icon, right? So there has to be some sort of graphic yes. at the end of the Keyblade, right? Yes. But also it has to look different. It has to like, it has to like, does it have fire? Does it have like cool ice stuff? Like, I know, what but like, yeah, what is, like, what's the just, elemental? I'm just trying to think of the, yeah. right. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I can say like the one that I like the best is what is the one that Riku gets in three that looks like a like a modern ass like a regular ass key? key yeah, but it's like slick as shit. It looks like it's, it's like the so key good. to a BMW, right? Um, right, it's like squared instead of like yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, the so so I think mine probably looks like that, but it's a transformer basically. Like it can't be a Gundam. <laughs> I know what the fuck it is, but like so it it like is just the handle. It's just the oh, do you know what it's like? It's literally like those like luxury keys for luxury cars where you hit the button and the key flips out. Oh yeah. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. My it, mom's got one of those. But it yeah. does it from both sides. So it's like almost like a like reverse right. scissor and then the, and then there's like a beam of light that pierces through the the middle of it. Uh and uh it probably has a cool name that I haven't figured out yet. I almost literally just said it's called the X-Blade, but that <laughs> That's already, already been taken. Just, no, just the X blade, not the key blade. Right, that's true. <laughs> it's a different it's not, letter. It is this, not. Uh huh. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. My mine uh, ha- so like the end, the the icon, like the graphic at the at the end of it is is it's a pizza. Yeah. And it's got it's pepperoni pizza. And so like when you're whacking that thing around, like fucking pepperoni slices going out, just Hell getting yeah. all over these enemies. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, and and it's not. And then the key is in the shape of a breadstick. And it's like because it's a breadstick, like it's a soft one, like it's a really, not, it's not like a really stiff bread, and so it's like bendable. So it's like you can kind of use it as like a like a rope that's like, whew, like I got you. Like this breadstick is like bringing people; they're, they're attracted to the garlic smell. It's got some garlic sauce layered mm-hmm. over it. Mm, um, I'm hungry. And the pizza blade. That's that's Great. mine. Great. That's really good. Good. Mine is called Lucid Opulence. Damn. How did you How did you come up with that right now? This is there an online. This this generator. Generator. There's absolutely not a generator. I, don't, I do not fuck with generators. People know this. Friends <laughs> and table fans know I don't fuck with generators. I was like, okay, it's luxury. What is What's your another word blade? for luxury? 
Opulence is another word for that, but like I want it to be clear and clean. I was like, oh, it could be like a simple and clean play. Okay, but that's like a little bit too much. But mm. what's another word for clarity, lucidity, lucid opulence? Okay. This is how I do it. Hold on. So there is a generator, of and I'm not above it. You're not a name lord. Patrick's Keyblade is the Divine Dragon song. Great. That's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Element. Element darkness. Yeah. Oh, damn. I like it. Has a, uh, in terms of like the power chart, um, really leans over to physical power, durability, mm-hmm. magic ability, and attack range, which makes sense because I'm shooting these long distance mm-hmm. pepperoni slices mm-hmm. all over the mm-hmm. place. So the Divine Dragon song is the name of my uh, pizza elemental keyblade. Nice. Natalie? Um, well, I just did the keyblade generator too. Oh, my God. And it's actually pretty accurate to what I was going to say. It's called the fairest one of Dream Chaser. Oh, and it's <laughs> it's strengthened by gentle songs, uh, and the element is wind. But no, okay. So my wait, mine is all. I use this generator also. What was yours called? The fairest one of Dream Chaser. No, the generator. I'm using the generator. Yeah, no, we're using the right one. I know I'm using the right one because mine says legendary awakening equipped with a rose keychain, strengthened by gentle songs. <laughs> wow, we were, that's that mind link. We're that listening mind link. To, Listen to all the same old country <laughs> <laughs> old country road. Old, not, it's not old country road. What did I say? You said old country, country road. Country road. Country road. Oh. That's old a different town road. That's what I meant to say. Uh, I know my elements darkness, according to this. Wait, but. what did I write on Twitter? Fuck. Okay, I, it's fine. Whatever. It's fine. It's um, fine. What? Uh, so what I was gonna say is. Uh, I absolutely wrote Old Country Road on Twitter. That's very funny. <laughs> I'm you have to let fool. it go. You have to let it go. I have to let it go. It's too many oh, likes. We've gotten so far away from it, too. That tweet is just it's it's, gone, it's now. gone it's now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my um, Keyblade would be, um, obviously, I'm dual wielding. Obviously. And uh, okay. it would be like, a, it's, it is kind of dreamlike. It's like a silvery purple. Um, and... One thing I should say is if y'all haven't gone and looked at the Keyblades in 358 over 2, they are fucking tight. <laughs> they are really cool is what I'll say. Anyway, so um, the way that it's structured is like kind of like a scimitar, but it has uh, like holes in it. Like it's got – it's like – it's got like negative space within the blade, mm. and within that negative space space is like light energy. Oh and there's, shit! There's like light energy pulsating through it, and then at the end of the blade, it's um just uh, oh, this is what it is. Inscribed along my blade are the are the names Aqua, Nomine, Shion, and, and Kyrie. <laughs> Actually, it's just everyone from Kingdom Hearts. It's just <laughs> all of them. Ev- everyone is inscribed in my blade. <laughs> and then the at the end, it is uh, a cross. Nice. A cross, yeah. Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. That's okay. my Keyblades. Kato, did you describe yours? Uh, not you yet. Not. I think it's so... My idea is that it's something... Mm, per, it's like it looks like it's made out of energy 
Right? When you say purple, it's made yeah, out yeah. of purple. It's made out of purple. Okay. It's purple energy. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm basing this off my main class in Destiny, uh, which is a void lock. All right. <laughs> uh, Damn. So void energy, believe. for people who know what Destiny is, if you're not, just imagine purple swirling, uh, deep, dark, but still, still emanates light, you know? Um, and I think it's kind of, um, it's a ranged one. Cause I'm and you know heavy on the magic mm-hmm, side mm-hmm. and you know space magic and uh-huh. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what the image at, or like what the end would look like, but kind of I'm thinking like from the hilt like the 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 blade going up will have like tendrils of like energy going around the center central like shaft, and then at the end is probably um, I would probably say think of like ferro fluid. Uh huh. Like that's what the like that's what end it's... looks like. Okay. And um, also including like it's ranged and like sound based in the in the like ranged attacks. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. That sounds really tight. <laughs> um, if you look up uh, Gundam Gushian or Gusian G U S I O N and then Rebake or Rebake, I don't actually know which it is. Uh, uh, on on Twitter, you'll find a giant Gundam that has scissors and can like crunch, crunch things. That's how mine works. Um, <laughs> you just crunch, crunch. You gotta crunch things. Uh, the we we posited in like an early episode that Destiny and Kingdom Hearts are basically the same. Yeah, because the Traveler is just Kingdom Hearts. We did the Travelers. The Travelers. The I, I think the Traveler has more. One hundred percent. Traveler has more will there, than I, Kingdom Hearts. So that's a whole thing. I don't. Know. Do any of the leak, the supposed leaks from King, from Destiny Three, if we just take them as canon, do they support or move yeah. against this theory? The dark, the darkness, darkness arrives. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, but then it's like your protagonists are either or, right? So it's yeah, yeah. Are you do you get norted or not? Yeah, right. Are you re, are you Riku in Kingdom Hearts One? Or are you Sora in Kingdom Hearts One? Is the Drifter Zayanort? Is the no, Drifter no 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 the, the Master of Masters? May, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yes, he's yes, going maybe. Back in time and and he's also people... he's also got the same like kind of weird like yeah. too casual attitude yeah. about like serious shit happening mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. <laughs> um, can I ask one more question here, really quick? Hopefully, it's quick. Uh, because I think it'll it'll be a it's it's another kind of lightish one before we get to maybe a serious uh, uh question. Are any of y'all familiar with the bouncer? Because Alfredo Hell yeah. told me something about who's the, that. Who's the bouncer? Yeah. The bouncer was a. There's no way. There's no way for Natalie to know what I the know, bouncer is. I that's know, like that's I like know. even stretching back for all of us. So the bouncer was a game that Square Enix put out, uh, or Square Soft put out on the PS2. You sure it's not the John Claude Van Damme action movie? It's that <laughs> they put that out too. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, okay. And like specifically, it was uh, to to go even further back. Is that it was back when these. Back when new hardware used to be announced, this is not a thing as much anymore, uh-huh. but it used to be a thing that you would get companies putting together like technical like things to show off like, oh, look what this – look what the hardware is capable of. Right. They were not necessarily games. They were just tech demos. And I believe the bouncer started as a technical test that yes. turned into a game. Isn't that yeah. true? So, Natalie, huh. who is this? Who would you say that this is? Who would that be? Because who is this? That's someone's uh, Sora fanfic. That <laughs> Sora, Cos- hold on, wait a second. Uh huh. What's good? Is that the fucking the main guy? Yeah, hold on, that's... no, let me see it because I haven't seen it. I've that's Scion Bars. That's fucking Bar-Zod. Sora. <laughs> 
Uh huh. Oh my god. So did Nomura do the design? Fuck. Uh, oh, almost, almost certainly, right? Yep. Yep. Did yeah. He? Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. So. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. You just saying that, or did you look it up? I'm looking at it right here. Tatsuya Nomura's okay. number one, first wow. designer credited on the wiki. Page. I just wanted to share my first Kingdom Hearts memory. Way back when I first read about a Square Disney crossover game, the news story on IGN I read showed off some art of the main character, and my first reaction was, "Hey, that's the guy from the bouncer." Bounce. <laughs> Seriously, there was no doubt in my mind that Sora is or eventually becomes the bouncer. So my question is, does the secret ending of Kingdom Hearts three finally lead to the bouncer too? <laughs> I just want to talk about Holy the bouncers. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for lore reasons. There's allowing me to talk somewhat knowledgeably about Kingdom Hearts with my girlfriend, who is a huge Kingdom Hearts fan, not yet a bouncer fan. Time will well, time will tell. Please. When that game came out, nobody was a bouncer fan. That was a bad. That game. was a bad game. It was, was, a, it? It was pretty though. Oh my god, I have yeah. such good memories. Like I mean, I played. I was small. You were small. I was small. That's probably the expectations why. Were different. But I definitely have. Positive memories of the bouncer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, it was I'm pretty really curious. So I'm that really went a curious. long way back then. <laughs> he even has chains. He looks yeah. so much. Well, that's just, he has Nomura mm-hmm. is what you meant to say. Belts. He's got a belt on his neck. He, mm, that's called a choker. Belts. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Uh, do you want to give us another letter? All right. Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, this comes in from Frankie. Uh, uh, the Kingdom Hearts series, in particular, Chain of Memories, three, uh, five, eight over two days, uh, the prologue of Kingdom Hearts 2 and Recoded, that's a lot of in particulars, uh, deal with the concept of identity in a way that really resonates with me as a trans person. The concept of nobodies, people uh, created uh, out of other people, uh, really hit me hard, in particular two characters, Naminé, the nobody of Kyrie, uh, whose whole deal is that she can change others' memories uh, to think of her instead of Kyrie. Uh, yet has to resign herself to not being, quote, real and simply being the nobody of someone else feels a lot like my experiences being trans, especially when I deal with people uh, who knew me before I uh, I f- knew me from before. Uh, I feel like the nobody of the person they knew, and I wish I could just rewrite their memories so those remembered me as I am now. Um, the other is Xion, who is trans. Now stay with me for this. Xion is a replica of Sora. She was made to look like him and have his abilities. Sora is male, but Xion, with her friend's help, realized that's not her, She's female, and she is her own person. Now, did the games bungle this a bit? But I can still <laughs> see past that and see the things that resonate uh, with me. Thanks uh, for reading, and thanks for writing in. And I, I would say uh, the the notion, specifically the notion of identity and that, how that relates to uh, various folks who identify as trans was like also like a huge like through line of of people, especially if they didn't quite realize, yeah. hadn't settled, hadn't realized like what their True, like full identity was like Kingdom Hearts was either like a stop along the way that helped them figure that out or was the kind of thing where you look back at, over the arc of your life and go like shit like what were the things along the way and then like Kingdom Hearts was like oh fuck like Kingdom Hearts actually and the concept of nobodies and stuff like that was uh, hugely influential for a lot of people and sort of figuring out and, and seeing a piece of media that probably definitely almost definitely was not actually speaking to like trans identities but um nonetheless as they point out uh, point out and other people pointed out um that may not be representation but at a time when you like you took what you could get yeah. um kingdom hearts filled that void for uh, a lot of people yeah i think that there is um one of the things that we see again and again in the reads here are people querying the text and mm-hmm. there is it's one of those things that that we 
have a conversation about pretty often. Uh, you know, this happens throughout throughout fandoms across a lot of media franchises and stories and, you know, uh, games that we love. And a thing that I see a lot is there's like kind of two ways. There are two – there are things that ha- – there's a thing that happens that is frustrating because I want people to give themselves more credit and their agency and their reads even more credit, which is uh, – one, one is I think people say, well, I wish it was this way, but – the the it's not canon obviously this isn't real and it's just me applying this and that's like such a bummer to me because or the other thing happens which is like because this is he, because this reading exists this is the representation and neither of those things is necessarily true right because mm-hmm. on one hand what i basically want to say is like being able to read into something and see the themes there that resonate with you see someone working in the in the question of identity and selfhood, seeing that stuff resonate with you and your queer experience or with with your trans experience specifically does not need Tetsura Nomura to have sat down as, ah, yes, I'm going to write Shion as a queer character or a trans character specifically. Mm -hmm. You can take that from the work and it's valid and it is good and you should like hold on to that with your fucking life and not back down when someone says no but he said that's not it like no for you it is and that is acceptable and that is good and valid yeah. and at the same time we should be those same people who say that should be willing to say and also i want explicitly trans narratives in games i would love for there to be an explicitly trans character in kingdom hearts mm-hmm. and for tetsuro Nomura, i keep fucking up his last name and i know it is nomura um to not only treat like not only to include uh, queer women and, and queer people explicitly in the story, but also to just like treat the women that are already there with some respect and dignity and agency because it's so far from getting it right. Yeah, a hundred percent. We in fact had a question that came in from uh, Matthew who said, "What major retcon would you make to the lore so that Kyrie had something to do other than being kidnapped a lot?" Ooh. I'd say make her playable. It's like super easy, yeah. which is like put her to the center, always keep a camera on her, always put her in the player's hands, not always, but often put her in the player's hands and let her be a primary mover, which is not a lore change so much as like, like what does she do to train? We think about like all of Kingdom Hearts 3 is Sora trying to unlock the power of awakening. She's explicitly also supposed to be off training, but we never see what that looks like. Yeah, yeah. I could. You know, why don't we just like, what, what, what if you just swapped worlds? It's like, all right, Sora did one, Kyrie sure. goes to do another. Like, it wouldn't have changed anything. That's what they would've... did with Dream Drop, right? They you kept swapping back and forth between Riku and, Riku and Sora. Like, do one where I mean, there was already a, a th- three swapping game in Breath by Sleep. Yeah, right. that's what I was going to say. Gonna say mm, like, right. You could have could have done it with the 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 new trio of kids that you know yeah. are, is even like making this poetic like you know mirror to the whatever it it would have been great but yeah agreed because you do play as Riku yeah. when you're in the realm of darkness and trying to save Aqua right yeah. so yeah and but that was also like extremely brief. But if it had been the and you birth, you get Aqua once. You do get Aqua once, but like, but if the formula for if it if Kingdom Hearts three had adopted the format of Birth by Sleep, I think that would have um, that would have been um, huge for you know. I also wouldn't have had what happened at the end to Kyrie. What I would have done at the end of Kingdom Hearts three would have been swapped Sora and Kyrie. And let Sora yeah. be got and have Kyrie be the one who's like, I'm gonna go find Sora now. Kyrie battles Xehanort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Totally. Yeah, yeah. But also, I, I think there's stuff, my other, the bigger question is I, like, what is she doing during these games that would be... More than just training. More than just training. What is her... See, what which is, is, see what, like Aqua, like, she was down there for 10 fucking years. Yeah. Like, go make a couple chapters that, like, there's gotta be, she God. did more than just well, hang out on the beach. They, they released a thing for her. Yeah. She playable? has her own... What? Is it playable? What's she Yeah, do? yeah, the Birth by Sea 2.9 Fragmentary Passage. But what, what is that game? I know it's like, I, I've described yeah, yeah. the bridge. I remember <laughs> the bridge. I remember it the is, castle. It is her traveling through... How long like, is that? It's like... Six okay. hours. Okay, that's it, it, you solid. can it could, you can get to ten if you like want to like one hundred percent it. Sure, you know it's a, it's short, but yeah. it's it ten is, hours ain't short. Ten hours is real. Ten hours. I mean, it's short game. for for a Kingdom Hearts, a Kingdom Hearts yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not a full Kingdom Hearts <laughs> game. <laughs> totally, it is totally. a fragment. But if there had been a ten hour, six to ten hour, four to ten hour like Aqua segment in Kingdom Hearts three specifically, right? That would have probably transformed what that game felt like in, in regards to this. Yeah, give. Characters other than Sora agency in the mainline games. Yeah, I mean, I don't. God, put her, put Aqua into like some fucked up dark Disney worlds that have already lost everything. Oh, that. Do you know tight. what I mean? Yeah. Put like oh, also man. fuck around with time more, right? Like there was that bit where you go back to Steamboat, Steamboat Mickey, Willie, yeah. Willie. I thought it was Willie. I was like, is that right? right. Steamboat Willie uh, timeline. Like, let's go back into some more old Disney cartoons. Like, what if Kyrie had to go back in time for some shit and fuck around with? you know, the past Disney worlds that have been left behind or totally. something. Like, there are all sorts of, again, part of why crossovers are sick is there's so much to play with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, you should give Kyrie a lightsaber now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kyrie should be the first one to get a lightsaber. Kyrie if and re- Ray should fucking team up in Kingdom Hearts 4. If you Shit. read between the lines on what they've said about, this is me uh-huh. trying to, like, parse, read the tea leaves, is that... If we if we make the I think like pretty the evidence of Kingdom Hearts 3's ending it, the secret ending is that oh maybe it move away from Disney worlds into like Square Enix worlds right maybe not leaving Disney behind but like just centering like with the world jumping is actually going to be like a history of Square Enix um if you read like the interviews with Nomura where they ask like kind of like what's up like no Star Wars like no Marvel and he just kind of like you know Seems to be just like nodding his head, and like the interpretation of that is they won't let me fuck with that shit. Like that is just hundred percent off limits. And it's like you're running out of Disney worlds. Yeah. You can't keep going. I mean, you haven't right. Like yes, you could go to Sleeping Beauty, but in terms of like stuff you're putting in a trailer, that's just like a harder sell, sell from like yeah. a marketing mm-hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, the, my, I feel like the reason you're not going to get Ray and Kyra the lightsaber is because Disney is like, no, you don't get to touch any of that stuff. They should um, though. What if they did? They sh- well, okay, they what if they just did? Okay, well, what? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. What if they just <laughs> did? Blah, only animated Star Wars stuff, like Rebels and Clone Wars. Ooh. That way, they drew. It's a all line. still canon, though. I know, it's but what if canon. they just drew that line? And so you can't fuck but with that's, the movies. But that's 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 the line. There, that's like all right. If, if, that, you, like, what, new thought. Uh-huh. What if they yeah. use only old extended universe <laughs> Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, that's well. Those worlds when, all died. Exactly. When Disney acquired Star Wars, they put out a blog post saying that that shit's dead. That like shit's it doesn't dead. mean anything anymore. It's been so that could be a Dark nightmare Elvis. world. Yes. <laughs> Please. Go fuck around with that blue dude. What's that? What's that villain everyone likes from Star Wars and Sun Universe? Jar, he was just Jar reintroduced Banks. into yeah. Yes. Oh Jar Jar Banks. Wait, that was he not introduced? No, no, the blue one. No, no, I know who you're talking re- about. The blue uh, Jar Jar Banks. The, oh my god! No, stop it, Khan. Admiral Thrawn, yes. I didn't know he came. Yeah, back. he was re- he was just reintroduced into uh, one of the cartoons. 
Huh. Okay. I know that's true. I don't know exactly. I believe you. Um, did any of you – we're talking a lot about like worlds that disappeared and all weird shit that could have been alternate ways to do this. Have you all Have you all read the sleeping – Dream the dream world theory the the sleeping realm theory sleeping realm theory some some of it is this the fanfic that we were reading around a table at PAX that ruined no 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 stop it no <laughs> nope. do not and no no done done we will not think about it <laughs> I, I hate, yeah. hate that yeah, I have I, I want to go to bed if you're trying to sleep in realms <laughs> um I I asked I asked. The internet for a, a summary of... Okay, so that thing is 350 Can pages long. Can you set long. up what this document yes. is? After the game came out, this document is 350 pages long, and it's like, yo... Also, people emailed us to say, hey, have you heard of it? What do you think? I'm not going to... We get a lot of emails and ask that, and people on Twitter and stuff. So this document was put together, and it's 350 pages long. A lot of those pages are like four screenshots, so like it's not 350 pages long of just text, of uh, just like raw-ass <laughs> single, single you know, uh, space text. But... Um, the gist of it is, and this is, I, I ended up, a friend of mine, Danny, uh, wrote to me and like explained some of what it was and what the context was. And she said, the general point of the theory is that there are a lot of weird singular occurrences that made the game feel weird and that they managed to connect the dots. They being the sleeping realm theorists. Cal, Niku, and Gemma. Right. Uh, that explained what those disparate, strange details were. Um, and I was like, I don't, but what, what do you mean by it was weird? And so some of those details are things like the ways in which fonts looked on uh, when they – when um, uh, you go from place to place, uh, people's like haircuts changing in the middle of a cutscene. Um, uh, there's one that – the thing that I noted during our Kingdom Hearts 3 episode, which is the bit where um, – uh, Zigbar's line just gets weirdly cut off that time. Um the oh you know what it is I said I said font but it's it's the ways in, something about like dream battle gates which are literally from dream drop distance which is set in the sleeping realm and then certain moves that Riku and Sora do that have only ever been done in dream drop distance there's all this stuff that's like Low so motion. so sure yeah. totally and I'm like yeah. okay but what's that mean and so the the core of it is that Kingdom Hearts three uh takes place in a second timeline in the sleeping realms um, and part of the reason the other reason that, like it it people like it a lot is because it gives it pays Kyrie some do it gives Kyrie more to do it explains part of what's what's up with Kyrie um but every time I look at it and every time I read it like there isn't just that core theory there isn't that thing that's like and here's the two sentence thing and like what it means right. you know what I mean it's like they're asleep during this timeline that's why everything feels off and when I I asked my friend Danny I was like well, okay but wait do you believe this or is this like indoctrination theory a nice blanket for you to wear? And I was like, no judgment on this, but like indoctrination yeah. theory for people who don't know is a is an alternate fan theory about the end of Mass Effect three mm. that re that recontextualizes a lot of things that fans didn't like because uh, by giving a different read on something that happens at the end of that game. Um, and a lot of that for me as on the outside looking at it was like, y'all just want this game to be a different thing than what it was. And you're hoping against hope. And so when I asked her about this, Danny said that, um, I mean, <laughs> she said, uh, so their theory is Kingdom Hearts 3 takes place in a second timeline in the sleeping realms. Me, hell yeah, that makes so much more sense. It makes me understand the game more. Their theory, Kyrie was in the dark side in the beginning of the game and she's actually sort of, uh, Chir Chirithi, is that the name of that character? Mm -hmm. Chirithi mm -hmm. for Sora. Me, your supporting evidence is really good and I'd love to believe it, but Nomura would rather go to hell than let Kyrie be cool and integral to the plot. <laughs> um, yeah. In the end, she said, I think it comes down to this. Kingdom Hearts is a weird franchise built on weird shifting dream 
logic and alternate selves and everything uh, and everything. But by the end of each game, it tells you clearly what it was going for. Chain of Memories explains all the messed up, overlaid memories Sora is experiencing. Dream Drop Distance explains all the sleeping realm and time travel shenanigans that go into it and that lets you finish the game with a sense of ease and understanding even if you have to go over it a few times for it to click. Kingdom Hearts 3 had a lot of weird stuff that built up into a strange feeling of things being off, but then it also had a vague ending that didn't explain anything. And the Dream Theory document was born out of trying to find a satisfying explanation for why the game felt off and how we shouldn't be taking it at face value like the rest of the series generally tends to handle things. The reason it's so long is that it pulls on every single possible detail to tell you that this is what the game might be doing under the surface. And it's maybe one of the first times where the overall point of the game isn't as visible as the rest of the games in the series. And I think it got so big because so many other fans felt a strange dissatisfaction with the ending and the theory gave us a possible way to continue engaging with it in a more exciting way. Also, some of my fondest memories of being in the Kingdom Hearts fandom is the post-game release secret ending theorizing spree, and this just happened on a way bigger scale than a few separate threads on Kingdom Hearts Insider like it used to be 10 years ago. I think that's a really good summary of what it is and why people responded to it. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't read the whole thing. But it feels right. Apparently. You're looking at a document currently. I see a timeline. Well, no, this is the the Sleeping Realm theory. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, so there's another thing that has come out recently, oh, which no. is called uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 Ultimania, not to be mm-hmm. mistaken with WrestleMania, which is another thing. <laughs> That's related. Yeah. It, Classic mix up. Mm-hmm. Both the, in the Kingdom Hearts universe. An, uh, a potential crossover, we'll say. <laughs> but Ultimania is like a um, a encyclopedia that's been released in Japan, I believe, um, that includes interviews with Tetsuya Nomura on Kingdom Hearts 3. Apparently, because of the... Where do I have it? I have it here. Here it is. Okay. So. No, I don't. Yes, I do. All right. So uh, because of the – which is just because Tetsuya Nomura says one thing, it goes back to what you said, Austin. It's yeah. like it doesn't have it, – it, fuck it. Cannons, whatever. As long as your expectations are on point, right? Because like the thing that will suck – Don't expect in Kingdom Hearts 4 right. for it to follow your headcanon. Right. That's – Because you'll be disappointed yeah, probably. Yeah, and that would suck. That um, would suck. What – or make those expectations – make the expectations known about things like representation. I want to be clear. I'm not saying don't expect representation. Right, demand, right, right, right. Ex- demand representation and yell about it and scream about it and explore it in the most you know explosive and fun way you can. Um, but don't be – but when it comes to something like here's a particular uh, analysis of a fan theory of right. the metaphysics of what this story was, don't be surprised if that ends up being incorrect. Yeah. You know? So apparently uh, somebody asked – Nomura, when Sora and company leave the final world, why did they return to the moment before their deaths? And Nomura responds, the power of waking is originally meant to be used to restore a sleeping heart to normal. But because it was used to strongly pull the hearts of Sora's friends back to where they were, the effect causes singularity and caused reality to be overwritten, which is important if you're thinking about the Book of Prophecies. Okay. Um, Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. Um... <laughs> Depending on the rewrite, it can make everything as though it never happened. So, uh, according to this person, which uh, comes from Game Truth, 
Okay, <laughs> Natalie. <laughs> GameTruth.com. No. Oh, my God. Because Nimora clearly says that the reality was rewritten for a different outcome and Sora did use the power of waking, canonically, we can assume that you play all the way up through the Keyblade Keithart graveyard then you do the final world see but like I already talked to other fans who are like that interview proves that sleeping like we're just not gonna have an answer there is not going to be an answer unless the Nomura Nomura comes out and says like this is false yeah exactly which who cares who cares anyway I I, I subscribe to the the previous theory that uh, the evidence of Kingdom Hearts is that Nomura doesn't want to do anything with Kyrie and she's a plot device and so the notion that like for 15 years, he's just been slowly building to like it, revealing that she has been the Super key important. thing all along that yeah. has been like doing all sorts of ama- like there's just n- nothing in the body of work that suggests any of that. And so it's I, I, understandable that fans fill the void through fandom and theories and, you know, tossed away evidence that you build up. But yeah, I get it. I mean, I did, you know, when to go back to like my lost fandom, like when the, my favorite memories of that were. The day after that, when an episode aired, I would go to a message board thread, and it was screen capping every scene, and then theorizing over what happened, and then how that fit into everyone's, like, forum threads would start with, like, unified theories that people had. And then how does the evidence, or this, because that was a show that, like, hid things in the background. Like, it was a show Mm -hmm. built around hiding things and theorizing. It was part of, they knew that the audience was watching. And then it was always fun when an episode would come around, and then be like, they would knock over theories and just be like, actually, that one's wrong. And then they would get crossed out of, like, the OT for, like, the next episode. Wow. But, <laughs> Interesting. Um, we got an yeah, email it was a really fun fandom to be a part we of. Got, we actually got an email in from someone who straight up said that, like, beating Kingdom Hearts 3 bummed me the fuck out. I was really angry and upset because it didn't cohere. It reminded me of the ending of Lost or Mass Effect 3. And I'm not going to read that whole email, but I do just want to say that, like, it's o- it's okay for this thing to have not like stuck the landing the rest of your enjoyment of the franchise should not be predicated on do does it end as well as it can be i'm not saying you don't have to that you should like this thing i've said very clearly my experience with kingdom hearts 3 was negative um but that doesn't overwrite the joy i've had going through all this lore with all y'all or anything like that yeah it doesn't have to invalidate the joy that you found in the past totally um and even though kingdom hearts 3 was a, a mixed bag of feelings. There were some really, really positive, like meaningful moments to me, mm-hmm, and like sure. a, a, a frustrating boss fight isn't going to really change that. For change you. that yeah. all the way because yeah. the experience is different than what I think of like the game itself. I guess totally. Yeah, uh, I have to cut out in like five, six minutes, so I just want to. Uh, y'all should feel free to keep going if you have a little bit more. But I do want to bring this one question up before I leave because I want to weigh in on it, which is from Adam, who says, uh, "This is uh, kind of a twofold question. I'm both curious about what kind of suggestions you're looking for for a future season of Lore Reasons, and about the broader impl- implications here. What makes a good Lore Reasons candidate in your mind? What kind of franchises are you looking for uh, when picking?" Uh, more broadly, what kind of stories do you think tend to have these kind of grand, obtuse narratives, and why? Boy, we had a lot of conversations at PAX about we this. Did. <laughs> we did. We, we did. did. Uh, and I think that I think this letter tugs on something that we've been struggling as we think about where this goes from here is how much of the appeal is the 
detangling the convoluted part. Mm-hmm. Like where that is part of the fun is being confused. Like, cause we've never yes. pitched this as we're going to get it right. In fact, we've pitched it as we're going to get it wrong. The fun is the journey and realizing we're going to get it wrong, but we strive to get it right. And then the messiness that happens out of that is like where we arrive. Mm-hmm. Um, and how do you do that with balancing just Japanese games that just by Austin, I think you mentioned this when we were discussing it at PAX was like, because there is more like auteur authorship Mm -hmm. that occurs in Japanese video games relative to Western games. They don't, the Western games often just don't lend themselves to this as much. So it's why you get Metal Gear near, you know, all sorts of different franchises that like fall into this and they constantly fall from Japanese developers. Not that there aren't like, Halo has convoluted yeah. lore, like their Elder Scrolls has convoluted lore. And so, you know, Silent Hill, like you know, I'm listing off all the franchises we've talked about and figured out like which ones we want to tug on. And I think we're still figuring that out. Um Yeah. I want to get things wrong is like one of the big things I've thought about a lot. And I it's not that like if we did Elder Scrolls lore, I wouldn't get anything wrong. But because of the way that those a lot of like the Bethesda games, for instance, are such that they have there aren't there. It's not that there are not characters to follow, but one, um, the way that the information is presented is in like series of books and quest lines that are pretty well like uh, explained and almost encyclopedic in nature, right. yeah. um, and are not tied to. And the second half of that is I want to care about characters. So I want to be able to right. get stuff wrong, and I want to care about characters and get confused about what characters are. Because you need doing. a through like, line, right? The through line is the characters. Yeah, and there's a difference between convoluted through. Um, yes. Uh, like those, like Elder Scrolls is convoluted through like density, right? It's, through just it's having convoluted the so much. Wikipedia is convoluted. Right, there's exactly. a lot of stuff there. Where um, Kingdom Hearts is fairly simple and convoluted, just because there's a lot of weird rules and mm-hmm. like you know untangling that is was the fun. And we don't have the answer is not, and we're only going to do stuff like Kingdom Hearts. Right. It mm-hmm. might end up being that we do stuff differently. I, I said this before. It's like if we did Elder Scrolls, maybe it's because maybe we all have a series of questions or we have a series of like assignments. All right, you're going to tell Patrick, you're going to tell me what the Elder Scrolls are. You're going to tell me what they are and what they did and why they matter. Natalie, you're going to tell me what the fuck is up with elves, right? Like, that's the way you could do that in a way oh, that's... hell yeah. I know you like some elves, right? Like, that's a way to do it. Or, like, I think about Destiny is a similar thing. Right. Uh, you could do a Destiny lore podcast every week forever <laughs> and not not finish. Whereas, like, we've, we're done with Kingdom Hearts for now. Until there's more Kingdom Hearts, we're going to be off of it, you know? Yeah. Um, because... Until it, that DLC comes out. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and uh, So, but do again, which is not me saying we're not going to do Destiny or that we're going to do Elder Scrolls the way we just said or that we're not going to do Final Fantasy or Metal Gear or, or Silent Hill, other Japanese games. We are. I think that's something like the big concern, right, in terms of like wh- how do we nail it? Like what is the th- – what what has the breadth to produce us – to produce investment and confusion? Yeah. And also like isn't something that is a given – like, yeah. there are some that feel like... Like, Metal Gear is that one, Yeah, right? Me- Metal, Metal Gear, Gear is like, one Like, we'll that... do Metal Gear. We'll do Metal Gear. Of course. But like, I, don't, I think what we're trying to resist is just copying what we did with yeah. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Like, I yeah. feel like we need to work up... One, Metal Gear is just sprawling. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's 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 twice as long as this. And way it, more words at per minimum. game. Honestly, honestly, um, like, those cutscenes blow the fuck out of Kingdom Hearts cutscenes in terms of words per, like, yeah. per minute. Sure. And are, I don't know anything about it. Which is why I like it. But, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, 
We're thinking about it. We are. And again, please send in your suggestions. Put them put them in the thread for this. And we're not going to wait. We're not going to take forever. Like This is no. something we want to like keep momentum on. Yep. So it's not like we're going to go away for six months. This is something we're trying to resolve in like a week or two is like where we yeah. go from here. I'm sad we're leaving Kingdom Hearts. It's not leaving yeah. us. You know, it'll be. I forgot about that DLC heart. though. So don't worry. Before the yeah, end of the year, there will be, be another lore reasons. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm going to cut out and go to a meeting to talk about wrestling, which we could do a lore reason on wrestling, but that seems like a whole thing. Anyway, yeah. I'll talk to everybody soon. Thank you so much. You know, I have to go on my own journey. This is why I failed the the market mastery exam, <laughs> right? Because I kept getting pulled away on my own separate fucking journeys. <laughs> so it's too bad. That's how it goes. All right, have a good one. Thank you so much for joining me, us, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for letting me join you. Is really what I should say. Bye. Goodbye. Kato, can you bring up my power charger later? Thank you yeah. very much. Bye. <laughs>
just over-leveling all the characters. Oh, my God. So that basically she could just mash her (laughs) way through and never have to worry about spells and items and all that shit. So he would just, like, she'd go to bed, he'd sit down there and just, like, gain 30 levels and max everybody out. Amazing. So that when she came into play, they go through the next area and she didn't have to worry about anything, which was just, like, a a really hilarious uh, parent story to hear. The ultimate crossover. Video games and parenting. (laughs) Um, I think that's really interesting. Interesting, given go ahead how when I think about Kingdom Hearts and like the way that it handles certain like pretty dark thing, like like especially in Mm -hmm. three, like the way it like goes into like death and the afterlife, and how these games are still presenting all those things in a way that are is like family appropriate. You Mm -hmm. know, like that's one of a lot of it can just go over your head, right? Like so, it talks about death. But it's not straightforward enough that for a kid that's five or six, you actually have to sit down and, like, let's talk about what happens when you die. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> um, so it, it works on a lot of levels, which I think is is, is not surprising. Um, let's see. I'm, I have not looked at these questions. So uh, we did that one, that one, that one. We did I think that one. we might uh, have the first one is the last one that we I have. I think the done. first one is the last one. Yeah, we'll do the – yeah, okay. Uh, so this comes from uh, – Adrian slash RoboWitch. Um, hello, Shout Keyblade out. Master. She, Adrian writes Masters, but we're gonna have to amend that. We're gonna we're gonna take the <laughs> s off of that. Um, I appreciate that that RoboWitch thinks thought that we would all become masters, but it is not is not to be. So he, hello, Keyblade Master. Thank you. And continued apprentices. <laughs> hey, RoboWitch. As uh, as any impish interlocutor speaking to someone with a history degree knows, knowledge of something's past necessitates knowledge of its future. Given that there is one, at least one Kingdom Hearts expert present. There is. Damn. Damn. Could y'all, could y'all please give the plot summary to <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 4? P.S. Who is the cutest Organization 13 member? Bonus point if the answer is Marluxia. I sent this in the Friday and we're packed, but it's frankly too late, uh, uh, including as a backup. Uh, kind regards, Adrian slash Robowitch, a history degree haver. That's a good way to describe oneself. Yeah. The plot summary to Kingdom Hearts 4. Natalie. Fuck. What happened in Kingdom Hearts 4? In Kingdom Hearts 4, uh, first I'm looking at Organization 13. I was going to pick my fave member. First. I know what happens oh, in cutest? Kingdom Hearts 4. Okay, go in ahead. The be- in, in the best timeline... It's a the the secret ending is a fake out, and we don't play as either Riku or Sora. We finally play as Kyrie, trying yep. to save Sora from this other Sh- dimension true. reality question mark that he's stuck in now because he fucked up with the power of awakening. I <laughs> think Kingdom Hearts Four is going to be a uh, birth by sleep, but Sora, Riku, Kyrie, hell yeah, um. Sora, uh, Sora is going to be going through the realm of darkness. Kyrie is going to be trying to fight for. Kyrie's going to be the main, fighting for 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 Sora, tr- uh, getting her uh, mark of mastery and becoming Keyblade Master. And uh, Riku is going to be like I don't know, just pining or something. <laughs> um. For whom? For Sora, obviously. Okay, yeah, just making sure. Um, (laughs) That's at the end of the game, they will all meet up. And, okay, so actually here it is. Kingdom Hearts 4 
is a 120-hour game in which <laughs> you play 30 hours. Uh, okay, so it's, no, 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 it's 90-hour game. You play 30 hours of each trio, Sora, uh, uh, <laughs> Riku, and Kairi, and then Aqua Terra Ventus, and then Roxas Shion, uh, 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 Axel. And then Damn. W- the last 20 hours, or the last 30 hours are playing as Nomine. Um, <laughs> yeah, just Nomine. Just Kingdom Hearts <laughs> Battle Royale. <laughs> yeah. So that's Kingdom Hearts 4. At the end, everyone gets an ice cream together, and it's really fun. Yeah. That's my ice cream. Yeah. That's my call. <laughs> um, the cutest. Organization 13 member is underrated Zigbar. Look look at him. Um look look at look okay. at this. He's guy. handsome. I don't think he's cute. He's not cute. Look at look Demix. Look Demix is cute, but he's too fucking Here's Wonderwall for my taste. He is extremely wow. Here's Wonderwall. <laughs> uh oh Lexius. I forgot about you. <laughs> Okay. Hello. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, that's not what I meant. I just was like, hmm, I could have written that down. Okay, Shion's up there, obviously. Uh, Roxas mm-hmm. is also very cute. Uh, Axel's very cute. Larxena's I guess very he's cute. formerly Actually. Organization 13. Marluxia, stunning. Could rip my soul out anytime. <laughs> Luxord can fuck off. Luxord sucks. Demix is a weakness. Um, that I do not have, so oh, fuck good, off. Good. Um, oh, Axel mm. is extremely cute with his teardrop. Six has that bad boy thing going on with the X across his face. I really am into that. I have to say, uh, for him, um, just as a as a character, um, I'm I'm saying cute, like cute as a character, not as if I have any attraction to these uh, characters. Just mm-hmm. putting yeah. that out there. Uh, Zexion is terrifying. Uh, so wait, no, Zexion. Wait, is Zexion? Oh no, Zexion is amazing. Love Zexion. Okay, sorry. I was thinking of, I was thinking of, Vexen, who is terrifying. IMO. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Lexius. I'm pretty sure I've never heard speak, so can't really say how cute he is. Um, Zaldin. Also, I don't think I've ever heard speak. Um. So, pass, and Zigbar is definitely a bad boy. So, I would have to say, could also be Actually, cute. Actually, you you know what? You should probably write an article where you just rank <laughs> all rank 13. 13 members. I'm down. Look, at some point, Vice is going to come by like, yo, we need more lists. And it's like, we, all right, we'll give you a list. I'll give you listicles. Here's it is only rankings of Kingdom Hearts characters and how much they mean to me. <laughs> You oh my god, you, you didn't for. talk about Roxas or Shion. Yeah, I did. They were the first two I talked about. Did you really? I said they're obviously I fucking extremely had a bl- I blacked out, I guess. Um, <laughs> I've never heard the really quick, I've never heard the descriptors of like uh the the subtitles of oh, each of yeah, these characters. Yeah. Roxas is the key of destiny. Marluxia, mm. the graceful assassin. Love Damn. it. Damn. Um Axel, the flurry of dancing flames. Saix, the Luna diviner. Vexen, the chilly academic. Ooh. <laughs> and uh, which one's the other good one? Lexius, the taciturn stalwart. It's quite yeah. a it's quite a title. 
Anyway, those are good. And that's my final opinion on that. I'm voting Axel. Axel? I just said everyone Kano. is cute pretty much, except yeah, for like three people. Everyone is cute. Everyone right, well, is I'm cute. Just, I'm picking um, a side. Number Axel. one for me is uh because I'm biased, Shion. Yeah. That's good. Marluxia, a close second. Roxas. I think we've I think we've I think settled the matter yeah, on that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> That's I think that's gonna do that's it gonna, for I think that is gonna lore reason this season of lore reasons. Wow, Kingdom this Hearts. is really sad. I feel like crying. Yeah. Um I'm so What a journey from a Discord joke. What to... a journey, truly. <laughs> truly what a journey. Um I just want to say thank you so much to all the fans and members of the community that have put in so much time into number one, listening to this podcast because this podcast is long as shit. And we know, we know, <laughs> yeah, we know, we're, we're sorry. Yep. Um, and also for being so active in, you know, the forums and the discord in often correcting us because we often need correcting, which we appreciate. And for just engaging with this so passionately as we've been engaging with it, it's been so much fun. It's been such like a fun um, source of bonding for me between me and the and the community and it just like I feel like I've gotten to know y'all so so much like just like in a really uh through through Kingdom Hearts it's really neat so um thank you all for being so patient with us as we move through this this wondrous journey yeah. <laughs> convoluted one journey. episode it'll be one episode we'll make it through all of Kingdom Hearts yeah yeah, yeah we did that Easy. the one episode was just broken mm-hmm. up into one season seven parts and we released it across two months and they were all Much three like, hours you know the seven bit uh, pieces of yeah <laughs> light um so if you listen Damn. to all the episodes you've collected the seven pure hearts of light and uh, raise your keyblades with me gamers and uh, let's defeat darkness once and for all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, I think that's a good uh, note to close that on. Uh, you can, uh, if you want to write in, hit us up on Twitter. That's probably the best place if you want to write in suggestions for the future of Lore Reasons as we kind of hem and haw over what that's going to be. Um, you can follow everything that Waypoint does at waypoint.vice. You're supposed to do this outro. I just took this over because Austin left. Do you want to do this outro? This is your podcast. I know. That was kind of rude. I'm the Keyblade Master. Sorry. I just went into automatic mode because, oh, someone's (laughs) got to do it. Um, You can find everything we do at waypoint.vice.com. You can submit questions to gaming at symbolvice.com. You can find us on Twitter at Waypoint. And you can find me on Twitter at Natalie Watson. I almost said at Waypoint Vice, which is not true. <laughs> I will not be there. Um, Kato, where can people find you? At A underscore Kato underscore appears. And Patrick. Uh, at Patrick Klubik. One thing I think we are going to do in future ones is not put the entire burden of being a lore master on Natalie. <laughs> we are going to find a way <laughs> to... Well, again, it was supposed to be one episode. So like, But then the bit stuck and it was like, this is just, we have to ride yeah. this one out. I've, yeah. Part of what we'll do in the future is find it. It's like either round robin. There'll be a way that it gets distributed amongst everyone, if only to give different storytellers a, a different chance and uh, to give Natalie not not so much panic and anxiety. <laughs> rush Definitely. Through. That, was, that was not fair. It was very funny, but we're not going to continue to do that through future seasons. Uh, 
Bless. Thank you very much. <laughs> Although I can see myself as someone who knows nothing about Metal Gear Solid um, delivering that narrative just super well, just executing, <laughs> just extremely accurate. My notes are so prepared every week, and I, I would just nail that. So oh I'm, if you, I'm think, if you think Kingdom Hearts fans are dedicated, I think Metal Gear fans are more dedicated and far more toxic. So great, I can't wait to get dragged on the internet some more. That's going to do it. Thank you all for listening. Stay tuned until the next episode of Lore Reasons to be determined and talk to you soon. Peace. Wow, I'm yeah. sad. I'm so yeah, sad. No. You said that it's over or that we only went for 90 minutes. <laughs> um, mostly that it's over. Um, mostly that I didn't talk about Union Cross at all, yeah. which I'm just going to find a way in every podcast we do from now on to be like, mm -hmm. you know, that reminds me of this <laughs> chapter I played last night in Union Cross when I was in Aladdin's world and Jafar is the town. We just need to make it a bit. Wait, is Jafar is not the town. Jaf <laughs> Wait, Jafar. Wait, no, no. Uh, I meant to say Jafar is the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant yeah, to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I am so fucking tired, y'all. Yeah, totally I fair. literally... Did not sleep last night. I was on a plane, Fuck and then that. I came. I took an hour-long drive to the to my house, and I laid down for one hour, and I came to work to do this podcast. So I am not a human Bad. being. Um, Fair, but yeah. So I'm just going to talk about Union Cross for the rest of my life. Hi. You, should, you just make that a segment on Waypoint Radio. We already We're ended done. the podcast. We're, We're, We're still now. talking. I had an update. What? Oh, what's update? The oh, update is sure. that in the in the final fight. Um, the, the, oh. the lucid, what's up? The lucid, uh, uh, what the fuck is the name of my Keyblade? Lucid Obsidian? It was not Obsidian. Opulence. opulence. Lucid Opulence, uh, grows angel wings. <laughs> that's all. It's like super <laughs> okay. sick. It's Great. very sick. Yes. That's tight. Yeah, that's pretty tight. Kind of just include all this. Absolutely. The How, <laughs> hi. Are we still going? No, we're done. Are oh, we? Sure. <laughs> Are you sure? What do you want to say? I, we were know. so happy. I was like. We hit 90 minutes. We're good. Austin, close your laptop. Why? What are you doing? There's questions to answer from people. People want to know questions. Are we done? <laughs> Patrick, yeah. what's wrong? We signed what, off. What questions? Just I can edit. That's true. I can edit. Patrick. Oh, did we not do the no, best you, one? There's, no, one. You just, there's one we have to do. Which is what? Oh, Kata, you need to mod. keep this as a continual timeline. Wait, line. Robo need to un Yeah, the Robo Witch one. Did yeah, you answer yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah. yeah. We did what, it, yeah. What's your take? What's you your take answer? on what happened? No, I'm happy to hear yours when it comes out. Okay. But I'm glad we did Robo Witches. Why don't you just do yours without knowing what the fuck mine is? <laughs> okay, hostile. <laughs> Someone becomes a Keyblade she's Master. Ma she's mad the podcast is over. I'm so really upset. So she's got upset. some energy yeah. she's working through. I have adrenaline and yeah, sadness in my veins. It's yeah. now, say, now this explains why you didn't drink party. a beer. That yeah, we should drink a beer. beer. You just would have fell asleep. I have caffeine instead. Um, punchy. So I mean, I think it's probably the thing that you did say already, which is like it starts working through all the square games, right? Like we go, it leads hard. <laughs> no, oh, did not? you not? No. That's like, that's like no, one of the big said. fandom theories, basically, sure. which I think is a, a oh, legit one. You, you're giving a serious yeah, this answer is very to this serious question. Answer. You're correct. Oh. That would have been, if that's how we approached what Kingdom Hearts 4 was. Okay, so what I said. What do we, let me finish my thing. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. So people wrote in to be like, these fucking 
Herbs had no idea that it was in the this, uh, the world ends with you version of Shibuya, not the real Shibuya, because the building number is wrong. Idiots. We got a lot. But of it's also who not there. the world ends with you Shibuya because there's something. It's it's an alternate re. It's an alternate it's a version. Shibuya? It's a third yeah. Shibuya. I'm okay. pretty sure because the number on the building is right. The 104 the, building versus right. the 109 yes, building, this. basically mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and that like oh, but actually then Riku is not even there. He's in another place, yeah. and then there's also the third. You can y- tell by y- the lighting. Sora. It's two different two different worlds. Yeah, places of different light though. Yeah. Uh, the so for me it's like oh, and I would actually be here for it. Like thinking about the way Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, looked in, in certain things and like mm-hmm. just like the thing about like what they're working on already. Let me tell you, that team is going to have some Final Fantasy 7 assets ready to go. Uh, <laughs> it'd be very easy to bring Midgar just over into Kingdom Hearts. I think that's what I really want is I want Square to, to Subspace Emissary and go all the way yeah. to Subspace Emissary was the story mode in Smash uh, May no Brawl Brawl, Brawl. Um, and was like a bunch of like Nintendo crossover shit. Oh, cool! Um, but I want them to go even further. I want them to go like all the way to like, hey, we own all this. We can just say this is a weird AU. We're all the. It's not. It's not as far as some other crossover fic goes. Um, like I know Dark Tower does a lot of crossover shit. Eventually, Patrick. Is that true? Mm-hmm. But what do like did... the Breath of the Wild yeah. thing where you're not really writing it to be in the canon. Do you know what I mean? Like, or to be in like chronologically. Yeah, totally. I don't want it to be like, and this is how all the Final Fantasies are really connected. Right. But what I do want is for them to be like, fuck it, we're going to really lean into all of this. Yeah. We are going to get together all of the best. And like Square Enix owns a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. We should do. Send me back to the uh, the opera scene. Right, put, <laughs> right. That in no, but that's, Hearts. But that's even send me but there. Like, they own Front Mission. Put some yeah. mechs in it. They own. They own. <laughs> they own Sashi oh, Samurai Legend. Right. Oh They shit. own uh, Dragon Warrior. Dragon Warrior. Grandia. Like this shit. It goes. They own a bunch the of the bouncer. Shit. The bouncer. We're not. <laughs> we're not going back to Grandia. I'm sorry. That's not gonna happen. They own. Name a character from Grandia. Even Grandia 2 for the Dreamcast. Yeah, what would be a good single off, off, offhand episode? Michael Subspace, Grandia. Subspace Emissary. Subspace Emissary. Single lore reasons. Single fun, episode lore reasons. That, we um, have talked about doing single lore reasons. Is, who owns Drakengard? Who owns oh, it? Oh, shit. Is it Square? Oh, shit. Can 2B yeah. meet Aqua? Oh, oh my shit. Go- would wow. Yoko Taro allow it? Yes, of course he would. Yeah. Of course he would. Or he or would be like But then some- they would have to... T- the tone of those worlds do not. Don't they? But they could. We're talk about. Oh, ro- ma- we can oh. talk about robot suicide. At, yeah. Hey, at- spoilers. That's the whole pitch. <laughs> it's this. Sora, not- it's the whole pitch. It's, it's don't not worry even, about don't it. Don't worry about it. Sora. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Sora you're good. and the crew dressed up like fucking androids. Yes. From I'm not. Near- I, yes. you, I don't need convincing. I'm just saying, Yoko Taro. When whereas like Namura's like, ah, oh, we're talking about death, but like they already eh, got abstractly. silver hair. <laughs> Oh, the fucking, oh, the blindfold falls from Tubi's eyes and her eyes are yellow. She was Norded. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's too, it's too good. We aren't, we don't live in that timeline. God. We have to do two, we have to, oh, we have to, you have to play Near Automata. Okay. Automata. I'll start it. You need Automata. to. Should I start it this weekend? Yes. But that's just going to be a lore. This going to be a lore reasons. All right, so we got our next lore reason. The lore yeah, reasons. we did it. I, We're done. <laughs> I'm not going to say yes because it's like the same thing. What? 
but because like we don't want to just redo the thing. What's but redo- like we will do near. I'm just I think we should do something before Me we too. get to okay. But we should do near. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. It's on the list. Anyway, that's my. But like, and just blow it up. Just make it wild. And Sora's missing. And Kyrie and Riku and Yazora, the fucking fake ass Sora from that other world, are looking for him. <laughs> and then also, it ends up being. Oh, it's like reverse Xehanort. You know how there's 13 Xehanorts? There's yeah. 13 Soras. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, shit. But like, which one's the real Sora? Sora got split and like part of Sora is in Cloud. They're all the real and Sora. And part of Sora is in Yazora and part You've of Sora. You've learned this. We've all, right, exactly. Kingdom Hearts fighters. That's... Fight- <laughs> yes. How many Gokus are there? I would like to... You could make a Kingdom Hearts fighting game. Oh my God. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. How, yes. Well, yeah. Well, Sora's going to in... be in Smash, so yeah. don't worry about it. Sure. I would like to propose a uh, a symbiosis of your idea and my idea. Yeah. My idea is that Kingdom Hearts 4 is a 120-hour game Ugh. in which you play... It was 90, I thought. No, 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 no. Hearts 4 over For the post-game content. Post-game Don't forget post-game. Uh, <laughs> the first 30 hours are uh, Riku, Sora, and Kairi. The next 30 hours are Aqua Terra and Ventus. And the next 30 hours are uh, uh, Axel, Roxas, and Shion. Uh, uh, uh-huh. And then the post game is just Nominee. And that's it. That's, that's it. it. Just, yeah, just hang out as Nominee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is the most For 30 2004 hours. era. Like, this is the next game. <laughs> I love it, but like the the expansiveness is real. Oh yeah. The only way that that's true is if it's all set in the same exact locations that they repeat exactly, and like it's yeah. minimal dialogue differences, and that's it. Yeah. But I'm here for. I it. can aspire. Yeah, totally. Oh, and Kyrie's your main character. Hell yeah! She she goes through all of them, or she no. You start as a Kyrie main. And then Kyrie is trying to save Sora, and she's like the most important. She becomes Keyblade Master. And then uh, Sora's like in Realm of Darkness, just like fucking around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roxas is being broody and uh, pining away after um, Sora. And then in the next iteration, I haven't really thought it through yet, but now that I'm thinking it through, you also main as Aqua. Aqua. Um, reunites with Terra mm-hmm. and Aqua and Terra go on a beautiful journey together um, and you alternate as them and then Ventus uh, is also there and, but it's like a, it's like a wow. three way thing it's Ventus like, is also there it, it's like a three way thing where they're they're traveling together and it's like them just like reuniting and like re just like going through what they've been through for like 20 million years yeah. or however Final they've Fantasy been alive 15 and yeah so it's like them on the road that's sick yeah um, and then Shion uh, Axel up. and <laughs> Roxas is what happened to Xion is the first part. And then also it's them just eating ice creams. And then Nominee is just us figuring out who the fuck Nominee is. And it's like her whole entire story from beginning to end. This is seven different games you've described. And they're going to make you buy it seven different times. Okay. And they're not going to give it to us because they hate us. <laughs> Did you read the question from the South Floridian Kingdom Hearts fan? Which one? The one like, will you keep playing? Oh. No. No, you I said didn't. No, you wouldn't. No, we didn't oh. read it. So, okay. I, yes. What's the question? <laughs> That's it. Are you going to keep playing these games now? Yes. Patrick, I'm, yeah. You are. I know you are. I know you I are. I am playing them right now. I know <laughs> you playing currently. Cross. Yeah. Patrick, that's like my question for you as a person who also like you. You were my closest. You. Mm, 
analog. Yeah, where like Natalie is on one shoulder as like the person uh-huh. who lo- is like enjoying it and crying at at her desk at work, and like that is <laughs> part of me was also that person. Like that is the 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 truest, most joyful gamer inside of my heart. Mm-hmm. Patrick's skepticism and like not having fun and being like a critic of the way verticality works in that game poorly and the bad dialogue pacing is the real me. Also, you're both the real. I've me. said that too. I just <laughs> choose to it, look oh, over it. Right. It oh, isn't bother you it as doesn't much. bother you it doesn't no. bother you as much whereas and i'm so for you patrick as the person who was bothered by it i'm most curious like you're in but uh, also ma- now mainline on mainline only really is basically huh. where i fall on that it's like i'll play the dlc also like kingdom hearts 4 is like let's be realistic it's like four four years away yeah like if they get their shit together maybe so it's like four years four from now is not gonna be the next game no it'll be a side it'll be a switch game right there'll be a switch oh. game. Probably. yeah my God! Yeah, but even that's if two. Kingdom even that's two Hearts, years away, right? Like that's, that's enough distance away. for me yeah, to go. Yeah. I'm hearing cool. Like yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, so I'll play. I'll play. Like Final I'm not gonna Fantasy go play. VII one has to come out first, right? right? Like that's their next actual big thing. Yeah, and that seems like it's a fucking trash fire based on the job listings. So, yeah. uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so I've heard who knows? So many mixed, I've heard both. That's sooner than you might think, and also they they have to hire a bunch of people. That Austin, those two things are not in contradiction. I know, with one video. I, um, yeah, uh-huh. um, um, but yeah, like I'm not gonna go play Union Cross. Like I, I am not in okay. that deep. But if there's a Switch game, if their mainline game, like I'll, pro- I'll probably play those. But I'm not gonna go beyond like right the main games in front of me. I can play because those games are paced out every two to three years. So it's like I can find the time for that. But I'm not gonna go play a mobile game or or anything like that. Missing out. Missing out. And Kato, you're playing them. I've yeah. got you. Yeah. I'm not missing out. Like, I have Kato. Like, that's the big difference right Damn. now. Like, I have Kato and Natalie to be like, wow. what's up? What's going on here? Because I don't want to put in the time, but I'd like to know the lore. That's how I feel about right. before. Yeah. With Kato. Kato's the one who's going to be like, wow, there's a lore, ch- there's a choice you make in this game. Like, sick. I don't have to play it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for, for humoring me and returning from this meeting that I thought would be 30 minutes long and was legit five minutes long. <laughs> it's don't, don't worry. We, you managed to help us make it to two hours, which yes. is, you know, what was the, what's the point of a 90-minute podcast? The what was the ending before? No, I mean, the, the outro. This is the real... We have to do the outro again. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, well, I, see. I already got emotional. So don't, do you want me to get a- Kato, don't cut, the, don't cut this out. This is just all, all the way through. All the way through? Just l- okay. let the I'll people just experience Austin <laughs> coming in and, <laughs> and like, we just saying, start no, the podcast wait. again. We're not stopping. Okay. Um, I, I, actually have, I actually have a quote for us actually here for you to read, Natalie. If you can okay. just read this quote from Kingdom Hearts, that'd be great. Wait, that's at the end end. Outro okay, we just have to prepare for it. Um, I'm Austin Walker. You can find me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. Where can people find you, Patrick? At Patrick Klopik. Kato. At A underscore Kato underscore appears. Keyblade Master Natalie Watson. Uh, at Natalie Watson. Find everything Waypoint does. Twitter.com slash Waypoint. Waypoint.zone. Discourse.zone to come tell us what you want us to do next in lore reasons. Uh, it will not be a democratic process, but we are interested in your feedback. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh. Is there anywhere else we should? Okay, Natalie tried to show me something, and then snatched my well, computer away. You were, I don't know what you're gonna do, but just read this really quick. Out loud? No. Damn. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's some serious. That shit. lore reasons. You should just read from the top. I think. Oh yeah, really I will. This. Um, is there anything? Wait, else from we the top, say? top? Yeah, from the very top. Okay. From, Did like, you say the, the Twitter? Okay. Or the, read the words. <laughs> They're like, cut that, Kato. Don't cut it. <laughs> what Twitter? 
I said the Twitter, Twitter.com slash Waypoint. Okay. I think that's it. I think that's going to just, can you take us out, mm-hmm. Natalie? Thank you so much. When you walk away, you don't hear me say, please, oh, baby, don't go. Simple and clean <laughs> is the way that you're making me feel tonight. It's hard to let go. You're giving me too many things lately. You're all I need. You smiled at me and said, don't get me wrong, I love you. But does that mean I have to meet your father? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? Wait, is that that a real thing? That's how that goes, yes. When we are older, you'll understand what I meant when I said, no, I don't think life is quite that simple. I don't think life is quite that simple. When you walk away... You don't hear me say, please, oh baby, don't go. Simple and clean is the way that you're making me feel tonight, and it's hard to let go. So simple and clean. The daily things like this and that and what is what. You know what? I revised revised my answer. I'm not playing these fucking games anymore. That keep us all busy are confusing me. That's when you came to me and said, wish I could prove I love you. Mm. But does that mean I have to walk on water? Yo, fuck off. When we are older, you'll understand. It's enough when I say so. And maybe some things are that simple. When you walk away, song is longer than I you thought. don't hear me say, please, oh baby, don't go. Simple and clean is the way that you're making me feel tonight. It's hard to let go. Hold me. Whatever lies beyond this morning is a little later on. Regardless of warnings, the future does not scare me at all. Nothing is like before. When you walk away, you won't hear... Oh, fuck. You don't hear me say, please... Oh, baby, don't go. Simple and clean is the way that you're making me feel tonight. It's hard to let it go. Hold me. Whatever lies beyond this morning is a little later on. Regardless of warnings, the future doesn't scare me at all. Nothing is like before. Hold me. Whatever lies beyond this morning... It's a little later on. Regardless of warnings, the future doesn't scare me at all. Nothing is like before. Thank you. Thank you. Please, uh, snaps, not claps. Thank you so much. Peace. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. 
For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I thought you were going to the first line. I didn't know it was going to be all like that. <laughs> I didn't know when to stop. I just commit to the whole song. Probably should have stopped after the father line. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Just let us yeah. sit Wait, with the that lore one. reasons behind can you can you tell Patrick the lore reasons behind that song really quick? The song is about feeling insecure about a relationship. Utada wrote this song for her boyfriend to tell him that though she feels like they are moving farther away from each other, she does not fear the future, regardless of what people have been telling her. Damn. Damn. Okay. Wasn't there? We're not. You're going to go. Pat, let Patrick. <laughs> bye, Patrick. Bye, Patrick. Bye. Good night. Bye-bye. All right. We're recording on this end. Okay, I just need to tweet this really fast. Just tweeting. A joke. Good. It's the joking hour? It's the waking the joking theory. Now is the optimum time for jokes. That is not even me blowing up. It's me. Damn. Now I tweeted it. So it's going to even blow up more. This is what I just tweeted for everyone. Wait, I fucked up. I need to retweet it. Redo. Redo. Wait, Stop already? Liking. It's too late. You already put it out in the world. What'd you, yeah. what'd you do It's got wrong? three likes. You're fucked. Keep it. Kingdom Hearts 4 new Keyblade leaked. Well, that's fine. Okay. What's right? What's wrong with what I you... just have WoW Kingdom Hearts 4 Keyblade leaked. Well, that's still fine. Yeah. I think you're that's good. Fine. That joke is still good. You're going to lose those likes. <laughs> those yeah, new... don't lose those likes. <laughs> those four precious likes. You're at seven. You, you got oh, it. Oh, fuck. I just saw it. Go to eight. <laughs> oh, god damn. Ten. Nine. One retweet. I'm blowing up. Oh, got, I once you got to retweet, retweet, you're fucked. I got it. <laughs> it's out here. I'm going to retweet it. That's going to lock it in place forever. <laughs> yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> fuck you. I hate you. I think the quote tweet is actually locks it into place. The retweet is a step towards uh, that, but the quote right. tweet is true. Because if it just disappears, she can still delete it. That retweet's gone. Yeah, but that's true. the quote but the, tweet is like, "What's this bullshit that was deleted by this yeah. account?" Yep. Can yep. you actually turn my headphones down a slight tad? Mm-hmm. I think that we should open with this first email. Okay, I feel like we should do email question, email question. I like. Do you know that. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. But just this <laughs> person waking up. And oh and yeah, it's very good. Part three is out good. yet is good. Yeah. Uh, you ready to open oh, that soda God. and do this shit? You want time? That is. I'm ready to time. That is. Yeah, I'm ready. Ooh, this is a chili. Should I just cold open with the letter? Sure. Wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> what do you, what do you, what? I'm time. not a lot. Do you want me to clap, dot is? I'm clapping, dot is. Okay. You do you clap. want me to clap, dot is? We should just rehost wow, time, that is. All that really belongs to us is time. Even he who has nothing else has that. From Balthasar. It's from Xehanort. Um, ready to clap? Mm-hmm. 37.
I like it. That was fast. Whew. That was fast. Feeling like a <laughs> like a Sekiro Perry. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, I'm gonna. After I crack my <clears throat> thingy, you can. What are you cracking? Uh, a Canada Dry. <laughs> oh hell yeah! It's Friday. Coffee and not alcohol right now. All right. Which Canada Dry is not coffee? <laughs> <but>. <laughs> hey, wow! But I have coffee. Just in put front that of me. Canada Dry just, into your coffee. Is she just is she opening and then I'm gonna do the letter? Yeah. Yeah. Is that okay? Well, I'm All not right. gonna open. I'm just gonna open the drink. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I get okay. it. I'm not opening. opening. I'm just uh-huh, opening my uh-huh. drink. Okay, ready? 